Hello, hello. Welcome back and thanks for tuning in to our Clubhouse podcast, where we have candid and open conversations about mental health and anything related to it. Our Clubhouse is located in Richmond, British Columbia, where we support people living and recovering from mental illness. You'll be hearing from both members and staff, where our thoughts and opinions are our own. I'm Andy, and today you'll be hearing from Caitlin, Jay, and Ash. Okay, so the topic for this month is holiday stress, which is incredibly appropriate considering the holidays coming up. So um, why don't we talk about how we celebrate the holidays? On Christmas Eve, I usually go with my family, my dad, my grandparents, my brothers, one of my brother's wife, what his wife, and then my boyfriend as well. We watch a movie in theaters. We always choose a movie this year. I don't know what we're going to watch, but uh, we always choose one on Christmas Eve. We usually go to a restaurant to eat. Uh, and the last few years, we've been going to the old spaghetti factory, which is great. Right before a movie or after. And uh, yeah, and then Christmas Day, we I go to my grandparents and my whole family, same people, and we exchange gifts. And then we have a big turkey dinner. And it's fun and stuff. Um, and then sometimes on Boxing Day, I relax, but not this year. I work, but... I don't work in retail, so I'm so happy about that. Um, but like, it's a lot of family get-togethers and mm-hmm. stuff over the season. And yeah, before all that, the first bit of December, it's the most stressful part, getting gifts for everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But when it comes to Christmas Day and stuff, it's more relaxing, even though it can be exhausting at the end of the day. So I've seen family and can be draining. Even though I love my family, but I do get, I feel it at the end of the day, I'm like, so tired and full of food I'm, I'm like oh, I'm glad it's over but in the middle of it I'm happy to see my family and stuff so more traditional kind of yeah yeah mm-hmm. you guys do gifts and stuff like yeah. on the day the 25th yeah on Christmas day we exchange gifts but you Ash how do you celebrate I Christmas is kind of weird to me because we're not a religious household we never have been so it seems kind of weird to celebrate a holiday that's rooted in Christianity. Christianity yeah. Um, it's a little strange. I, I like for a really long time, I've wondered like, why are we doing this? <laughs> but it is an excuse to get together with my whole family, hang out with my niece and nephew, which is super cool and eat a good meal together. And that's like, that's really all I want from any holiday is to just have a really nice meal with people I love. So Same. I'm, I'm just, I'm happy with it. Even though I find it a little weird. We do gifts um a lot of gifts for the kids and then a little bit more reined in for the rest of us no. <laughs> um and it's funny actually when I was a kid we used to do um the same thing on Christmas Eve we would go to a movie every Christmas Eve so mm-hmm. I don't really know when we stopped that but it was fun you should bring it back again. I, uh, I did yeah. as a kid I'm still doing now but the movies have changed for me like used to be kid like movies as kids and then now it's more family and adult more yeah mature movies but yeah and we're, we're not a religious my family i'm not religious at all but we just love the the eating and the gift giving and receiving part yeah of it. the other side of it what about you jay how do you how do you celebrate i'm gonna be catholic to be honest sorry i'm gonna be catholic to be honest okay so if, if it's before pandemic i think i would have gone to the catholic church yeah. to attend the mass and just is it like a midnight mass or is it like just the day of the day of the day so the 25th then yes okay yes um for me christmas it's it's not more 
like gifts exchange for me. It's more of spiritual day for me. It's where I get to thank the Christ for coming to our planet Earth and to celebrate his birthday. Do you do that? Do you like spend that time with your family then? Or what do you do just by yourself? That's my family. We go to church together. Yeah. And then we just do a little prayer, just hang out a little bit at church, go home. Do you do have like a dinner or anything? Not too much. Not too much. It's more about the, the like you said, more of the religious side of it. Not that religious side of it. It's more festive slash mm-hmm. religious side of it. Mm-hmm. Do you do any gifts? Uh, well, we don't really have. It's only my, me and my parents living with me. So there's no need for gifts exchanges, especially on Christmas Day. We can just do gifts exchanges on birthdays or any other days other than Christmas. So if I was a little kid, yes, I'll get some presents. But since I, ever since I started high school years and elementary school years, when I get older, gifts were not as really much of a tradition anymore. Interesting. Hmm. Very cool. Yeah. I'm, yeah, definitely more on the commercialized Christmas uh, family. <laughs> um, but we actually do come from a Catholic background as well. So my grandparents will go to church, as well as my aunt and uncle and my cousins. But my immediate family, we, we were, were, not that the rest of us don't do it, but um, they go to church and then we do the whole uh, dinner together. We do... Um, we do gift exchange. So traditional in, in Nicaragua is that you open one gift on the 24th at midnight. So technically it's the 25th, but it's the 24th at midnight. Mm-hmm. And like, you'll have this big dinner super, super late because, you know, that's what we do. <laughs> we'll have dinner at like 11 p.m. Oh, no. that night. Don't ask me why. It is literally, as a kid, was the most exhausting thing in the world. It, it sounds exhausting now. I would never do it. Um... And yeah, we'll just have a big dinner and then we'll open one present and then on the 25th, we get to open the rest. That was more of our childhood thing. Now, uh, this year, for example, things have changed a little bit because now we have a much bigger family here in Canada because before it used to be just me and my parents and my brother, so quite small. Um, Now we actually have 11 of us. So buying gifts for 11 people or 10 people is just not going to happen. So I suggested we do a secret town gift exchange. Mm. So we're going to go with that and see if the parents don't spoil anything like last year. They like to talk amongst themselves. But yeah, so we're doing that. Um, probably having yeah a nice dinner with uh, cool appetizers and desserts. We have very traditional um, Christmas holiday desserts that we make. There's one called Pio Quinto, which is very traditional in Nicaragua, which is basically a sponge cake soaked in like a rum syrup with a mm. custard. Very, very traditional uh, there. And so we have that every Christmas. And that's pretty much what we do. But yeah, same idea. Like, you know, it's the best part of it is just being able to be with my family and enjoy a nice dinner and spend time and hang out and enjoy their presence kind of thing. Mm. So presents, not presents. Um, I want to clarify. Of, <laughs> uh, speaking of traditional like food and stuff, uh, we used to do this thing. At least my great great grandfather. Uh, yeah, I used to have great grandparents, and so my yeah, my great grandfather. He passed away six years ago, but this happened a few years. He, we used to do this every year. My teen years, my 
childhood years. Um, it's like a Christmas pudding. It's very English, mm. British thing where I don't know what it's made of. It does not, doesn't taste great, but it's for sure where you cover it in alcohol, like rum or whiskey, and then you light it on fire. Oh, okay, yeah. Flame and it's like he used to do that every time. He, my great grandparents were making and bring over for the Christmas dinner. And yeah, it was more of a show. And I always try to eat, eat it. I thought, oh man, I thought every year I'd like it better. I'd like it more, as even in my teen years or adult years. No, it doesn't taste great, but it's like a traditional thing. It's really Fair cool. Enough. Like this, it's not really a pudding. It's more like a cake. Well, it's what the what in like the UK they call it pudding, right? Yeah, it's like yeah, cake. Cake is cake is dessert is pudding. Yeah, yeah. So it's like a Christmas cake thing, and it doesn't taste great, but I, it's a very British traditional thing. It was really cool. It was fond memories of that. Every trying to eat, I think I was not the only one who didn't like it. I think everybody. My family thought it didn't taste right, but it was like the show. It's traditional, traditional British dessert. So yeah, fond memories of that. One of the traditions that I just remembered is all growing up, we would read um, "Twas the Night Before Christmas," um, and we had this really cool pop-up book. Aww. It was adorable, and then um, for some reason we had two copies, and one of them was unopened and. I don't know how it came to be in my possession, but I like stored it away. And I was like, I don't know why, but I'm going to need this at some point in my life. And then uh, when my sister had her first child, I was like, this was the reason I've carried this with me for a decade. So I gave it to her um, for their first Christmas. And now we're back to reading it again. That's so sweet. It's so nice. So you I continue the tradition. Aww. Yeah. If I remember, I usually try and keep the tradition like just myself and my partner. And they're like, okay, you do what you need to do. <laughs> <laughs> You'll read it to her and just be like, was the night before Christmas? <laughs> it's, it's mostly Aww. for my cat. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm sure he appreciates that, <laughs> honestly. Yeah. I think I tried to start a tradition two years ago with my family where I would make a bunch of sugar cookies and then get everyone to decorate them before Christmas, just during the holidays. Yeah. And everyone would get to go and decorate. I made a bunch of icing, a bunch of piping bags, and everyone would go and like take some cookies and just decorate them. Then we'd have them once they dried out kind of thing. But that was so much work yeah. that I said, no, no, no. Oh, no. I made cookies last year and they're still in the freezer. <laughs> Oh, great. They're good. They'll be fine. But I forgot that I made them because I thought we were going to do them last year and then we didn't. So I've got about like 80 sugar cookies in the freezer. Okay. Cookies actually freeze really well, if you believe it or not. Especially sugar cookies. Sugar cookies. Oh, really? Yeah, cookies actually. So I got this idea from a friend of mine um, who um, I have friends. <laughs> You know how cranky I am today. I was like, <laughs> like I know you, but um, so their family, or they have a Christmas party every year. Big Christmas party. They invite a bunch of people, and two years ago, I was able to help them with making all the cookies and desserts for it, which obviously was like my cup of tea. It was great, and they, I think we started making them at the beginning of December, and it wasn't until like the end of December that the party was. The cookies tasted like we just made them. Mm. They put them in the freezer, obviously, to keep them fresh. And they were great. So, and they had some even from because they they make so many that they cannot physically finish them, even with all the people. 
So they, they just eat them throughout the year and they still taste fantastic. Love it. So anyway, I tried doing that, but that just didn't work out. It was just way too much work. <laughs> but we'll see how it goes. But um, yeah. All right. So on to a more serious question. How does the holiday season, how do you feel it impacts your own mental health? Either good or bad. You can say both. I would say it's like split. Mm-hmm. So like the end of November and most of December, I feel like my mental health is pretty bad because I feel a lot of pressure. I feel a lot of pressure to buy presents. Um, I have 10 people to buy presents for, so it's a bit much and, um, secret Santa. I know. Right. Um, and it's like, I want to spoil the kids because they're kids, but they're young and you know, you, you don't want to go overboard. So I feel like I spend all the time leading up to Christmas, feeling really stressed out, feeling really kind of crappy. And then Christmas day rolls around and it all kind of dissolves away because you're so focused on just like love and togetherness. Oh my God. That sounds so cheesy. Um, <laughs> He's so gorgeous. He's so cute. So it's like bad mental health until the day of, and then it's good mental health. And then you get like an extra day off to just relax and like, enjoy the time kind of thing yeah and just yeah. have kind of like a reset day from Christmas so yeah it's it's bad and then it's good yeah that's <laughs> totally fair and then you get like the post Christmas depression where you're like well, now I don't have anything to look forward to <laughs> New Year's question mark no that's just more stress and there's a lot of pressure there to be a better person and who wants to do that so that was sarcasm. Anyway, <laughs> what about you, Jay? How do you find it impacts your health, your mental health? When you said that who wants to be a better person, <laughs> that's a sarcasm. That person would be me. Yeah. Every December is my time to reflect on oh. my previous year. Okay. And then I will set New Year resolution goal. So you start early. Yes. See, you're ahead of people. Mm-hmm. And then I will. Just jot down some ideas about who I want to be next year, yeah. what I want to do, what I want to accomplish, and a little bit of what I, what didn't go well this year, and how can I fix that? Very cool. So, yes, for example, for me, it's very time that is good reflection. So you feel that it impacts your mental health in like a good way because you're able to self-reflect. That's very cool. Yeah, it's like good and bad, the, se- the holiday season, like just before the November, uh, December for me and like November, I'm more like stressing out what to get for my family. And then um, this year I, I have an idea, but I just enough, I need to find time to get or buy the gifts and budget for it because I don't want to splurge or like spend way too much money on my family because I don't want to end up being broke for the holidays. So it's like... I'm happy and sad. Some days I'm like stressed about oh, I'm not going to have time to buy gifts and they won't arrive in time if I order them online. And then I'm also like worried about going over my budget. And then not, oh, and then I'm thinking when I get the gifts, are they going to be good enough for my family? Are they going to appreciate it? They usually always do. It doesn't matter what it is. And then when it's really the thought that counts yeah. as, as cliche as that is. Yeah, it's true it's though. My family is always, oh, thank you. <laughs> Just getting me something. That's great. And they're really happy and like, oh, okay, good. So it was a good gift. And then like, I'm also like stressed about, because a lot of stuff like events and festivals and stuff like I want to do. 
some of it's cheap, some of it's really expensive. I'm like my boyfriend or family. And like, so, but, it, but I'm always trying to focus on like the fun side of Christmas holidays because like spend time with family is great, and, which I love. That's, I love spending time with my family, just having fun with them. So it's like, it's up and down. And I don't like shopping in stores during it's December. Stressful. So I usually just try to buy everything online because devoid all the crowds and the rush. There's and the, too many people and people aren't very nice, unfortunately, no. sometimes. Especially, and... Yeah, especially towards retail people. I feel sad for them to take all the, oh, yeah, the a lot abuse. Of people, a lot of people feel like they're entitled to a certain level of yeah. service. Oh, I've worked retail at Christmas. Uh, no, thank you. So yeah. speaking of bad mental health during the holidays, oh. that sounds terrible. I, I feel like honestly the worst part about working retail in Christmas is that the Christmas playlist is only like four hours long, sometimes only three. So you hear the same song like two or three times in a shift. Yeah. And it's the same song you've been hearing for your entire life because there's no new Christmas songs. There really aren't any new Christmas songs. It's brutal. And by Boxing Day, you're just like, no, <laughs> new songs. Yeah. Well, I guess after Boxing Day after like basically on 26th, they're done, right? Do they continue? I, I once had a store play the Christmas CD until February. No. Yeah. Why didn't oh. you quit? <laughs> That's messed up. That sounds terrible. Oh, dear Lord. I have been in the stores on Boxing Day and they're still playing Christmas music. Not all of them, but it's like, why is this playing? I'm just, feels weird. It's a day. I'm just getting this Boxing Day sale, but that was years ago when I used to shop in store in stores now just online just relax at home and just look on things online to know what's good because i hate crowds i hate them actually you know what's weird though because in like traditionally in latin america you actually keep your christmas tree up and your decorations and everything until january 6th so in yeah. theory that would kind of make sense yeah. but to february is is a lot yeah I don't want to be listening to Christmas music for that long. Mm -mm. No, no. But that's too much. I'm like, really, I really only want to listen to Christmas music the week of. Yeah, gets you in the mood. Yeah. Christmassy mood. But like December 1st, no, thank you. I'm, so I'm not the kind of person that listens to Christmas music in July. Oh, no. <laughs> I barely even listen no. to Christmas music in December. <laughs> I, for me, I like Christmas music a lot. I start listening to like, I guess that's around this time a month, like, and it's the second last week in November. It's, but I don't play it nonstop. I usually play it nonstop at home at work. Um, like my closer phone. to the day. Yeah, like December first, twenty four seven. Um, but like, it's for, like here and there, like the second last week in November, because I feel like this is around the time for the American Thanksgiving. It's like this is a good time to listen to Christmas music a little bit here and there. But I don't do it nonstop until December. <laughs> yeah and then i stopped so you're Christ you're a christmas, christmas fan yeah. but you're a reasonable christmas yeah. fan december 1st non-stop to 25th and then after i'm done it just ruins it, it feels weird and wrong <laughs> i don't know fair enough so andy yes how does the holiday season impact your mental health? how it impacts my mental health Yours. mine my goodness um i'd say yeah it's about the same a lot of it is like financial stress because i feel like that's a big Thing in oh, terms of like yeah. gift giving and stuff like that um and upon recently realizing that my one of my love languages is gift giving putting a lot of pressure on making sure that it is the perfect gift is a is a thing um yeah because I really just want the person to 
it to be perfect for them. I want it to be as customized and as personalized for them and as useful as possible. I want them to really love it as much as I loved it for them. So there's always that kind of pressure. And then I feel like the last like three years, I've tried to start new traditions. Um, two years, I guess. It started with my grandma coming to live with us um, in 2020 after her husband, my grandpa passed away. So she came to live with us and uh, it kind of started with me wanting to do things that would cheer her up and bring her family to be doing you know, new things together. Um, that's when I started the cookie thing. That's when I started the, the, the what's it called? The um, in beginning of 2021, I made sure that my family did a, an Easter egg hunt, that kind of thing. Like we've never done that in our lives. That's not a traditional thing for us because in Catholic culture, you don't really do Easter egg hunts. <laughs> that's not really a thing. <laughs> But um, yeah, so there was increased pressure for me to make it like the best holiday possible, but that's just not realistic. So mm -hmm. that kind of segues into what are some things that I do to make myself feel better about that, which is like just to relax a little bit and just enjoy the moment as much as I can and shop the sales because then financial stress is a little bit lesser if you shop the sales shop those black friday sales people yeah. which is when we're recording it it's too late for you yeah. <laughs> boxing day sales boxing day sales exactly they also really good I, exactly i feel like for myself i need to repetitively remind myself um that whatever i get my family is going to be enough like we can't all afford the same amount in yes. my family um and just understanding that everyone's actually okay with that mm -hmm. and that you know like no one's expecting me to buy the same amount of gifts as say my parents would yeah. for yeah. my niece and nephew absolutely like, it's, it's going to be different and that's okay and realizing that that's pressure i'm putting on myself that my family doesn't feel that way um, and it's really hard to remember and it's really hard to convince yourself that yeah. it really is just Absolutely. you thinking that way and that it's not your family being like, whoa, That's... we didn't get enough presents. Someone didn't pay enough money. Someone didn't yeah. shell out enough I cash. Was... Also, like a three-year-old yeah. is not going to be like, this only costs fifty dollars. <laughs> that that's all you're spending on me, Auntie Ash. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I revoke the Auntie name because of that. Thanks yeah. for spending only fifty dollars. That's on like me. me. I do forget that my family understands that I'm not rich. I don't have a lot of money. Like I feel like one of my brothers, he has the house and he has a wife. And he owned, yeah, he bought a condo and stuff. Like he's doing really well. I don't know if he's just good at saving or whatever, but like I'm just good at budgeting. But he seems to be better at giving gifts or like spending money, or he just knows to budget. Because sometimes, some years, he doesn't give the most expensive gifts to everyone. And then to my brother, but I always feel, I guess I put the pressure on myself thinking that my family expects better, but they don't. They just know that, well, I mean, they expect anything or just if I say I can't afford anybody gifts one year, they're not gonna get mad at me. They just know that, like, I think the reality is they just yeah. wanna spend time together. Because, yeah. mm -hmm. like, especially I found that as you get older, mm -hmm you're spread out a lot more. Yeah. Like my brother lives elsewhere. He lives in Burnaby. I live here in Richmond. Yeah. My parents are in Langley. Like we're all separated. My my other family lives in Surrey. My grandpa, my grandmas live in Nicaragua. They live in Nicaragua. So it's like, everyone's absolutely everywhere. So the fact that yeah. we get to spend time together is honestly better than any 
gift that's also really cheesy, but it's better than anything that you could ask for because when do you get that time together? Yeah, honestly, as long as I get stuffing, my day is made. That's pretty fair. Yeah, that's like Chris. Chris loves stuffing, my I, boyfriend. I could just eat a whole plate of stuffing. As long as I get my little appetizers, I make with the little puff pastry <gasps> and with the brie oh. and cranberry jelly and a little bit of rosemary and that I throw it in the good. oven. Any, oh. As long as I get those every year. I love I brie. Like that. Chef's kiss. I love brie. It's my favorite cheese. It is so good. <laughs> I just eat brie by itself. I'm happy. It's delicious. <laughs> I would like to share my own perspective when it comes to personal development and um, for me it's about analyzing who I was who I am and who I want to be and I ask this question a lot the future me what would that look like and what would that person would like me to be so in the present time so that my future me gets to be there. Yeah, it's got to be there. Right. Exactly. I'm a huge fan of motivation. Yeah. So I was lots of motivational video. And they always say that mindset is is most important. Mindset means that if there is an ambition, mm -hmm. if there is a self-desire to be the better person, then go for it. And when you self-reflect about yourself in the past and the present, what do you normally look at? Uh, I think of incremental steps. Mm -hmm. One step at a time. Yeah. That's I mean, yeah, that would probably be the best way to go about it. Otherwise, you'd be super overwhelmed. And I would like to say, what are the things what makes me happy? Um, if we, and then I won't dwell too much on the past. But in December is the time when I have to think about my past a lot. Oh. Do you just like sit down like that day? Like, and you actually write things out or you just literally just think about it? You I, I write things down. Write things down. It's a lot, a lot easier, right? And then I just think, I listen to music and then I would just think, well, I'm not much of a person who likes to dwell on the past. I'm not much of a person so futuristic that I get stuck thinking of the future. It's I like to be all mixed together. Mm -hmm. um, thinking about my past, present, and future, and don't think too much about it. So yes, so what motivated me to think like that was that people say that we have um, sometimes our short-term thinkers who like to think about um, like a few months and then some people think about decades. For me, I used to be not no thinker at all. I didn't think about my future, I didn't think of my past, I think of the present. You're just kind of there. Yes. <laughs> and uh, those those motivation videos actually wanted to I'm so pumped up when it comes to personal development. Like people say all the time, like YouTube is really popular now. Everyone wants to be like, the greatest person they can be. And December is the time for that, I think. No matter like, like how much cheesy it sounds, no matter how much of a rah-rah speech it may sound, to me, December is the time when people should be uplifted, very motivated, and pursue their future. In, starting January, 
And to start, you know, people have to think about their strategies. Do you implement manifestation at all when you're doing your reflection on the future? No, no manifest, no manifestations at all. I just think about I mean, what I want to do. What's my passion? What's my goal? Uh, what habits do I have to learn? What new skills do I want to learn? And what kind of new person do I want to be? For example, before I thought I was super introverted, for example, and I hated that. So I took incremental steps. But then once I joined Postmasters, I joined various clubs at Angela College. And here I am, I podcast, trying to be more extrovert and have fun being extroverted. And I thought I would never get the stage where I'm confident in front of a microphone like this. Uh, my, when I first started my speech in Toastmasters, it lasted 30 seconds. I, I was so shaky, so nervous. My voice just couldn't speak a single sound. It was horrible. And compared me to that from now, I think I've turned into more talkative. You've come so far. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Very thank you. confident sounding, eloquent. You're doing great. So clearly that's done some good stuff for you. And that was one of the goals you wanted? Yes. When yes. you were self-reflected, you you were like, hey, I want to become more confident in my public speaking. Mm-hmm. And then you got into Toastmasters. Yes. That's awesome. Good for you. And before um, I, my perspective was so, I feel like I was down to be honest before. I was in the talkative. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what my path was. Felt and a little I, lost. I felt really lost. Yeah. I don't know where to go, what to do. Well, that's a very stressful thing to be thinking of. Mm-hmm. But uh, when I started thinking of my myself, my individuality, that happened when I started writing my own lyrics, when I started writing my own song. That's, that was around time of 2018 and 2019. And through my music, I got to know who I am. That's awesome. As a person. So that started about my reflection. I was just going to ask, is that around the time? Because I wanted to know when you started doing this, your, your, your tradition, I suppose, of self-reflecting. So it's been, was it four years now? About That's about good. Very good tradition to have. I like how we all have such different traditions. It's lovely. Mm-hmm. That was also kind of a tip there is just to, to help out in case you're you're feeling like you're struggling, you're feeling a little lost, like you don't know who you are. Um, having that time for self-reflection. I have to say one last thing. Yes, of course. Um, it's not about the greatest goals. It's more about attainable goals. Of that course. That makes you happy. And it doesn't have to be like, I want to become a millionaire. Yeah. Or I want to be the best positive person there is in this world. No, it's more like- Realistic. Re- um, well, not like realistic as an earning the boring sense, mm-hmm. but in a sense of like being uplifted and be like, huh, if I take that, then I can't take this, then I can't take that. And it's a compound of attainable goals that lead to better version. So yes, keep it small, keep it attainable. And as you make the benchmark, make more goals. So in the end, it's really a trajectory upwards. Yeah, and it's a small step to get to that goal as opposed to 
you look at the mountain and you're like, oh, how do I get there? And then the fun thing is that there's no teacher, meaning that it's just subjective. Yes. It's all personal um, drive. Yeah. No one's going to be like, judge you people on that. Nobody's going to say bad things about that. It's more of inner motivation. You're on your own journey. Yes. And no one's there to, to motivate you but yourself. Uh, grab life. Like, as in, I like to say grab life. Mm-hmm. As in a sense of like, be the accelerator on your own. Rather than take charge of your own life. I want to say, just take charge. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, no, that's not the tip of life. Yeah, I said take charge. Very good point. It's a very positive view on that. I like it. Hopefully, that can also help some people as well if they're feeling a little bit lost and need a little bit of guidance. So, thank you, Jay. That was great. Um, Do you have any, anyone else have any tips or are you going to say something else? Yeah. um, I was just like, my biggest tip would be to focus on the like love and togetherness aspect of the holidays and less on um presents and making everything perfect and appearing perfect and all that kind of stuff like Mm -hmm. at the end of the day it's who you do or don't surround yourself with um whether it's your family whether it's your chosen family whether it's your dog like at the end of the day it's just important that you are feeling some love and togetherness yeah those connections yeah absolutely Kaylin, any tips? Um, yeah. Maybe just for fo- those that feel a little bit lost. Or- just focus on family. And if you don't have family, hopefully you have a pet. If you don't have a pet, then maybe me time is good. Get away from everyone. Sometimes just focus on yourself. Maybe treat yourself. If you, maybe your family's no one near you or you are strange from your family, just focus on yourself. Treat, if you can celebrate Christmas or not, just make a day at a or the whole month maybe just treat yourself and focus on your mental health self-care yeah making sure that you're loved Mm -hmm. even if it's your you yourself yeah yeah that's all very good points Mm -hmm. i know the holidays can be a very difficult time for a lot of people like you said if if they may not have family or feel like they have as many connections sometimes that may be a really difficult time because this is in theory a time of connection and love and togetherness and stuff mm-hmm. so if sometimes I may feel like you don't have that and that can cause a lot of yeah feeling, a lot of anxiety feeling and a lot lonely, of but it's okay to not have family sometimes maybe it's a good thing you're not close to maybe the family your family you have it's actually they're more harmful to your mental health yeah. so maybe it's a good thing to separate yourself from your family and spend time by yourself if you have a pet focus on them and- whatever keeps you safe yeah and keeps you okay mm-hmm and keep going basically yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah i think that is uh really good tips and really good thoughts from everyone thank you so much i think we're gonna wrap it up here though mm-hmm. so thank you so much everyone for joining um uh, and make sure to check out our instagram at yapstagram with two eyes oh yeah see you next time happy holidays everyone bye